It is, you know what time it is. It's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We're in the Mothership Studio 22 right here. Blaze TV. Dot com. You need to sign up. Uh, the Puppet Master Mark, he's the perfectionist, and he is driving us into the nether regions of all things drunkenness and anti-sober. Uh, Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, sitting there, reek and, reek and sleagle. How about that? I changed it Who's up for you today. Who's been drinking today? Reek and sleagle. <laughs> I have got the best drinking game, uh, thanks to Candice. I'll give credit where it's due. Uh, and we're going to talk about that later on, because I know those of you who watched Stu's Power Hour a couple of weeks ago... You know we're all about our drinking games here at Blaze, and we've got a great one for you that you're going to be able to enjoy tonight. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun on this episode. Party foul Steve sitting at the pub. Um, you can almost hear the buzz of his brain as he thinks about current events and astute political analysis. <laughs> How'd you know? I know, buddy. Trust me, I know. Uh, Lisa Page made me do it. Uh, she lives in the Slake. Oh my gosh, we're going to talk about that such fiasco. Carroll School Districts right here in Texas, the number one school district in the state under fire. Mm-hmm. And we're all a bunch of racists out here. I blame you, white rich women. I really do. Why can't you be more Stepford, right? Why? Can't, or more Gilead depends on what direction you want to go. <laughs> well, we're gonna. I'm gonna not only bring it up, talk about it. We're gonna provide some solutions. Um, you are banned once again from doing live stream videos on Instagram. You can't go live anymore Mm -mm. on Instagram. Nope. See, it never crosses my mind really to go live on Instagram, but you're the queen. Well, I like going live every once in a while, checking in. I never save my lives. I always delete them. Because like you, when we're live, we're live. I want those people that are watching to get that, not anybody else. And so this all happened Saturday morning. I was fired up and just talking about how anti-mask I am and how ridiculous it is that ridiculous it is that so many people are still wearing them even here in Texas. Like so many people are still wearing masks. Yeah. You and I are and, and Steve with the exception of everybody in this room, we're really the only group I feel that will do it and we don't care. Right. And so somebody reported me and it was reported as hate speech. Hate speech. Wow. Me. Are you, are you sure Five it wasn't the volume nothing. level of your hate speech and not necessarily what you were talking about? You sure it wasn't the way you come across, I, white lady? I was lady? a little aggressive about it, but I mean, y'all know. <laughs> a little aggressive. But, You're well, a four-foot bundle of fire, girl. I will punch you out. <laughs> I will. I will punch Lisa you out. Lisa on fire. But like, That's funny. Yeah, so the Instagram, you know, the, all, the, all the, the people that are running the Instagram, you know, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to, they don't want to, it's like, why follow? Why do you follow people like us if you're going to report us? Yeah. It's so stupid. So I have a backup account, LP on the scene. Oh, that's a thing? And it's working out. And I At went live LP. yesterday. On the scene. On the scene. Yep. Lima Papa on the scene. I like it. I'm LP. just like, yeah. I'm always on the scene. I was on the scene at Urban Air last night. Did it live. Yeah? Yeah. Right there. My mom Look kids at were you. Jumping. I know. Preparing I'm trying to be in rainy days. Yeah. It's almost like you're like Instagram's version of mypatriotsupply.com. I will not go away. I will not. <laughs> so. Preparewithlisa.com. That's, I like that. I love I it. Yeah. Spell it L-S-A. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh. I, I'm, I'm getting sick of it. Um, it's pretty interesting. We put, I, I've been doing random stuff, right? So obviously running for governor, we've been putting um, our little things out on social media. If I just come right out and say, hey, support me by going here, oh, they kill it, right? They just crush that mm-hmm. or we put something out. So yesterday we, we came out with, and, and Allison, everybody knows Allison, Allison came up with these um, 
carpenter pencil ideas. You know, remember these things? Remember when people used to actually work on job sites and they use these? You have to take a knife and you have to shave them. There's a couple of them lying and, around my house right now because yeah. there's no work being done, but they left them there. Thanks. They just left them there. Yeah, but I know. Yeah. And so you can't see it on the camera, but it's it's a it's a Chad Prather uh, carpenter pencil. So I, I did a post yesterday that I said, uh, "Is I'm working to put Texans back to work because the great state was not built on mandates, shutdowns, and stimulus checks, right?" Because people aren't wanting to go to work now. Yeah, they're not incentivized. They're, they're not. They don't. They're making more money sitting at home mm -hmm. than they are going to work. Mm -hmm. And they're justifying it in all kinds of ways. So it's, it's basically becoming, by default, a welfare state. Uh, we've, we've, you know, we've always talked about people needing a helping hand, right? That's what welfare is for. That's what the stimulus checks are intended for. But right now we've gotten into a place of, of complete governmental dependence. You know, I've said... A couple of weeks ago, got in trouble for saying the government hates you. They want you weak. They want you dependent on them. And people are like, oh, no, the government doesn't hate you. And I said, well, then just stop sending them money and you'll find out how good of friends they are. <laughs> They're not your friend. Right. And they want you weak. They want you to. I mean, just just the sheer fact that people are are living off of these stimulus checks is a horrible thing. Um, I have I've thank God I've never received any form of stimulus on that. I hope I hope I never need it. hope I never have to have it. Uh, well, God bless those of you who have. I don't see how they live on it because mine went so fast. I don't quite <laughs> understand it either. I like when the stimmies come in because people go to watchchad.com and start shopping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's where the good stuff is, right? Unapologetic uh -huh. patriot. Uh, but no, I, I'm telling you, man, I, this is becoming a problem. And I hate to see this in the state of Texas because it's, it's really, people can't, there's, someone commented on a thing I did yesterday with these pencils and they said. Um, they why are said, your pencils white, Chad? Why don't you have black ones? <laughs> you know why. The, uh, they said... Because <laughs> you know that's coming. You know why. Yeah. Like, you can't have... Uh, anyway, I, I'm, I was about to go off on that. But there's, there's, I think that the jobs report, the job estimate for what's coming is going to be really good. There's going to be a lot of jobs available in the state of Texas. I, but there's a lot of work, but there, will there be a lot of workers? Well, let's get all of these Im illegal immigrants, let's get them legalized, and we can put them to work. Too with all these with these jobs that are going to be opening up. I don't well, even like how they well, how well. they state those statuses for jobs and stuff like that because they're saying, "Oh, this many jobs added," but y'all took them away, right? Yeah, and you so really haven't added. Like, yeah. yeah, they didn't really add them. They're just coming back. Yeah, and it's they, see, I'm they already ready. To play, just thinking about it gets me ready to play this drinking game. Bonner Private Wine. Hey guys, here's a tip. Next time you grill up a couple of steaks, pop open a bottle of extreme altitude Malbec wine. It comes from the remote vineyards in Argentina located up around 9,000 feet in the air. When these vintners aren't making wine, they are herding cattle, so they know meat, they know barbecue. And that's what makes these Malbecs so special. Because as soon as you open the bottle, you're going to experience delicious notes of blackberry, leather, smoke, and a little dark cherry. You're also getting less sugar, less chemicals, and additives. And then uh, you're going to get 10 times more resveratrol, which is a powerful longevity booster. Just from drinking wine, folks. The guys over at CowboyWines.com just got a special shipment of these wines in. Uh, they've got one Malbec from the third highest vineyard in the world. It's at 8,900 feet. Visit CowboyWines.com. It'll actually make your meat better. It makes your beef a whole lot better. Forget what Joe Biden says. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't tread on my meat. <laughs> Don't tread on meat. That's the better way to say it, <laughs> right, good, Lisa? Yeah, like, yeah. I, mean, I, like, I love it when you blush like that. <laughs> Cowboywines.com. Uh, do it today. You're going to get 50% off the wine, 50% off the shipping. Small shipment. It's going to go fast. Visit Cowboywines.com. We'll be right back.
So, you know, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, who I guess I got a man crush on him. He's just doing a great job. I have a crush on him, too. I mean, can you imagine, like, how close that, that, that governor's race was between him and the, the Democrat that was running? What was his name over there? Um, oh, the guy that got caught doing meth and having sex in the hotel room and all that crazy stuff. Nice. And the pictures came out. And Sounds wild like a stand-up guy. Yeah. And... Uh, Sounds like a normal, regular guy to me. <laughs> so, Steve, Steve's so, friend. Anyway, but it was a close, close race. Oh, my gosh. Why can't I think of his name? Gillum. Uh, Andrew Gillum. Is that Andrew? I'm so bad with these. I don't even know. Um, anyways, Gillum. Uh, and, but DeSantis is killing the game. He really is, over yeah. There, right? So they recently just announced uh, a new Florida Law Enforcement Protection Act, which is an anti-riot uh, policy. So here's what, here's what happens if you riot in Florida. If you're arrested during a riot, you stay in jail until you stand before a judge. All right? If you participate in a riot, you forfeit state benefits and employment. Hmm. If you strike a cop, mandatory six months minimum. Violent assembly is a felony. Block a roadway, felony. Participate in a riot from out of state, enhanced sentence. Any local government that refuses to provide adequate protection for its citizens will forfeit sovereign immunity protection, allowing citizens to sue that local government for compensation. Oh, getting real now. Oh, shoot. Now, I like all this, but there's always those little caveats, you'd like to say, that, like, I am went into the coffee shop to grab some coffee. I'm walking out, and a riot's going on. I get arrested, and now I'm a felon. And I was just buying a can of soup. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, buying my soup to feed my family. Uh and the final one, any municipality that defunds the police will be defunded of future grants or aids. See, that's kind of, that's, that's law that's and order. That's what we're talking about. That's law and order. Right? <laughs> it is. And again, why is it Texas first? Exactly. Right. Prather 2022, the Panther. <laughs> I love it. The political Panther. Wow. <laughs> We gotta get that as a drop. I wish we could. Everybody could see that poster. <laughs> <laughs> the one I sent out yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Can Candace, you got that? Yeah, Candace, it, yeah? please. Post you scared that. to put it up? Candace, are you scared? Let me. Should I pull it up? Are you scared? Let's talk it. about this while Candace sorts that out. Parents revolt after Texas' number one school district tries to institutionalize racism. So, South Lake. All right, everybody uh, knows what we're talking about. She'll pull it up. South Lake. Um, national media coverage and arrests of school board members after parents found out what their schools have been teaching in the name of, quote, racial justice, which, by the way, there's no such thing as racial justice. There's either justice or injustice, period. Either justice or injustice, just like business ethics. There's no such thing. You either have ethics or you have no ethics. Doesn't matter if it's business, political, religious, whatever. Ethics are ethics. Same with justice. Um, the folks are fighting back with lawsuits and challengers for two school board seats in an election that finishes May 1st. Carroll Independent School District of South Lake, Lisa. I don't know what you're talking about. I, don't, I know I've you don't. I've never heard of that town. Top achieving school district in Texas has no racial achievement gaps, which is nearly unheard of. That's because South Lake attracts high achieving families of all races. I have a lot of friends that live in South Lake of all races. Numerous ones of them have been on this show. Mm -hmm. Black, Asian. Um, none of them have invited me to their house. <laughs> There's a reason. Uh, the local median income is four times the national average. Poverty there is statistically non-existent. 
That's um, why they don't want me there. They don't want that's the exactly party. right. I mean, it is known as the bubble, and that is true. And anybody in the area knows that is true. So, it is known so as the bubble. you have three communities that historically have been the highest in terms of income and property taxes, real estate values, all that in, in DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth. You have Highland Park and yep. University Park in Dallas, and then you have South Lake, and that's mm-hmm. the community we're talking about. South Lake is, is kind of right in the middle between Fort, North Fort Worth yeah. and North Dallas. Yep. Uh, beautiful community, incredible. Shopping uh, ex- is fantastic. Expensive. A lot of professional athletes choose to live there, um, both active and retired. Uh, that's, that's just where they go. Um, in one of those three communities I just listed mm-hmm. off. Usually it's Highland Park it or South Sounds Lake. like economical racism. No, because the folks that live there, including folks of color, are making the same amount of money. All of our, all of the folks we've had on yeah. this show, they're doing very well for themselves, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's, there's a reason I don't live in South Lake, okay? Lisa? It's a nice, it's a nice area. It's a nice area. I don't blame you. Glenn Beck. I was going to say, maybe lives. you need to go to work for Glenn. Glenn Beck <laughs> lives in South Lake. Glenn's help lives in South Lake. That ought to tell you how much. <laughs> that ought to tell you how much Glenn pays. Hey, is Glenn hiring? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, anyway, there. Th- this thing has made national news, right? And it's been so consuming. I mean, this has been. We've been talking about this for over a year now. Yeah. I just yeah. want you to all know that I voted yesterday, and I voted for the right people. That's going to stop this BS. Yeah. So during a 2019 retreat, Carroll administrators were given a preview of the kind of instruction they would be expected to oversee and carry out under, quote, cultural competency regime. In slides presented at that retreat, teachers and administrators who choose, chose, choose, I'm sorry, to treat students, parents and colleagues equally regardless of their skin color or ethnicity were accused of cultural blindness, a state in which differences were ignored and one proceeds as if differences don't exist. The slides claim white privilege is being able to navigate daily life in American culture without having to think about race. They encouraged uh, to construct a white identity discussing what does it mean for you to be white and whiteness as well as naming some characteristics of white culture. Uh, Talked about white fragility. They talked about um, stereotyping. Microaggressions. Uh, Can't graduate unless you take these courses. Right. Everything could be racist, even eye contact. Um, (laughs) It's a joke. It's a joke. It is a joke. This, this is wokeness taken to a level that is just uh, catastrophic and cataclysmic. I mean, this, this is just where, this is wokeness on steroids. Yeah, what's it, going it, on really, it, it's wokeness in the burbs. And so it really is. Uh, equality is actually racist. I don't know if y'all realize mm-hmm. this or not. Culturally competent professional development session held in 2020 for Carol ISD. Uh, it claimed that teachers who maintain long-held traditions over a changing population's traditions, neglecting to or refusing to each from a culturally relevant perspective, teach from a culturally relevant perspective, as well as striving to treat all people equally regardless of skin color, were negative behaviors that teachers should shun. This is a shit show, people. Um, it called on teachers to understand there is a system and culture of power dependent on the suppression of other cultures in order to maintain itself, and educators no longer have the luxury of being colorblind or color mute in a society socially constructed around race. Did I you guess that's what we were supposed to be? That's what we were taught, right? I mean, that's how we grew up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so it's this is this is a mess. Uh, this thing, and and not only that, I've heard stories of people who their kids are in these in these school districts who were accused of using racial slurs or racial connotations, and they didn't. And if you do that, you not only get reprimanded, it goes on your record for life. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, you're screwed. I mean, you really are screwed. You cannot, you can't back out of their accusations. What do you mean it goes on your record for life? Like it goes on your educational record for life. So, so if you graduate high school and and you've gotten reprimanded for some kind of racial discrepancy, right? Some kind of iniquity that you committed, uh, even if you were joking around or doing something like that. You that's going on your record. You they're going to consider that before you go to college, before you get accepted into a university, uh, before they let you. It's going to go on your deal. It kind of seems like to me with all that money in that area, I'd pull my kid out of school if I lived there and had that oh, kind of I, money. I'd put them in private school. While we were talking about this, my neighbor just texted me, and she's at a private school that my kids go to. And they are if this if the, the right people don't get selected in this election, I'll tell you right now. Public schools, because there is the money. The money is there. You will, I will see an influx of new students at our school because people will, will not have their kids in these public schools if this yeah. is how it's going to be with their wokeness. So basically, you are a South Lake refugee. Oh yes, yes. People are going to be swimming across. You're going, Lisa. I can see your family swimming across Lake my Grapevine. My pool, my backyard pool. <laughs> swimming across Lake Grapevine in your in your Gucci. <laughs> Uh, Gucci clothing, Gucci your, your Kenneth Cole. And Kenneth I, Cole. I don't even know. Oh, Is that below? Very. I, no. I don't, I, I don't so even know what you dragging, dragging Louis behind you, and you're floating on a Louis Vuitton trunk trying to get over to Grapevine, just trying to escape South Lake because you're a, you're a racial oh, refugee. I don't want to be affiliated with it. <laughs> you're a racial refugee. Just... You're gonna be floating on a trunk <laughs> trying to get over there. Oh my God, I'm the only blonde tan refugee floating on my Louis Vuitton across the pool and across the lake over to the grapevine side. <laughs> it's basically the last scene of, you know, The Sound of Music when they're climbing the mountain to escape the Nazis. That's exactly I'm scaling what all of out. the high-end stores at Town Square to get to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scaling the Tory Burch store. Like, That's what I'm doing later. I've got to get past Haltom Jewelers. <laughs> If I could just get around, <laughs> I'm not wearing oh a Rolex today. <laughs> not me. Here, Hold Lisa, on. hold Let this. me get over. Uh, what is it called? The um, the what's that high end store? Not not Tommy Bahama. Target? It's one of those. Not Target. I mean Burleson. <laughs> Welcome know, to Steve's high. cultural appropriation, right there. <laughs> we can't afford Target, woman. <laughs> the vi- what, the vineyard, vineyard vines. Vineyard vines. Yeah. yeah. I did go in there one time to get my son a belt for school. It was $48 for a kid's belt. I was like, hell no, take my butt over to Target yeah. or Walmart. Yeah, no. What was that, one of those little canvas belts with a whale on yeah, it? Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> like very Nantuckety, very Nantucket. You know, the kind they Cape wear at private schools. Yeah, you're just trying to get your kid's ass kicked is what you're trying to do. I promise you, he's not racist. He's being bullied. Oh. <laughs> they don't bully at our private school, Chad. I'm sure they don't. Uh, oh, my gosh, this is so stupid. But this is what's going on in Texas. We have... We have um, people of that mindset are actually moving into this state. And a lot of them, besides Southlake, uh, I was talking to the mayor in in, uh, Princeton, Texas, Mm -hmm. which is over in uh, McKinney, Allen area over in there. And we were just talking about how a lot of these folks are moving in here. They're moving into these small towns and communities and running for office, these, these leftists. Because they're trying to they're trying to infiltrate Texas through the small town. Yeah. So what you guys are seeing, you're seeing the end result of what this looks like if you let these people get into power. That's why, and I will tell you right now, uh, these municipal races they matter. They yeah. Really, really matter. So get out there and vote. Um, vote wisely. I mean, I voted th- yesterday was the first time I've ever voted locally since yeah. I've lived in Texas. Yeah. It it really it matters. 
Um, and, you know, I've always been a big proponent of govern yourself, govern your home, mm -hmm. govern your community. Mm -hmm. Because the president ain't coming to your town. Well, you be proud of me, Governor, because I voted. Good for you. Straight red. Hope it works out for I you. Because <laughs> I'm going to see you floating on that <laughs> trunk. <laughs> All that CrossFit shit's going to work <laughs> out for you. Yeah. I hope it fits my Boshu ball. <laughs> I've been on that vibration plate. <laughs> They're on the vibration plate in the Peloton. Stop I can it. just see I can see cyclists in droves just going down the street. <laughs> Got their spandex on and they're oh just my gosh. Uh, and, you, and you, see a, you see a CNN reporter just stopping one. Sir, 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 where are you headed? Get the hell out of South Lake. Oh. I'm going to I'm going, going to, to Collieville. I'm going to Westlake. I'm going to Collieville. Goodbye, savings alone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, well. Uh, good luck. Hey, listen, and you know what's going to happen. Watch what happens. Now, God, I hope I'm not pro prophesying here because I, I tend to be very intuitive and I tend to be right. If those people take over, I want you to watch what happens to the city of Southlake in the next eight years. It's going to be a shithole. It is going to be terrible, Lisa. Well, don't. Don't wish that upon I don't my wish little community. It. But I'm telling you, you watch what happens because woke goes broke. Yeah, no, it's true. Woke goes broke. It's a house of cards that is unsustainable. Mm -hmm. you, can't, you can't keep that up. Bad ideologies fall in on themselves all the time. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff. You can't sustain this kind of nonsense, no. right? You can't do it. Mm -hmm. So good luck over there. <laughs> you're gonna see, you know what you're gonna be. We're gonna see a bunch of South Lake citizens down on the border trying to get into Mexico. <laughs> I was like, I will trade you my collection of, you know, um, Gucci American just, dolls, yeah. <laughs> American girl dolls, American girl dolls. Oh my god, they're just trying to give their kids a better life. You know, yeah, right. yeah. we're I striving, just, Candace. Just trying to escape the. Per I don't want to be in a mass grave. Uh, I don't want to be in a mass grave. I don't want to be part of this progressive of agenda that is embarrassingly happening right now in it's this happening. town. Yeah. It's happening. Let's sell something. Hey, <laughs> if you don't believe the world is upside down, you just heard us talking about it. Listen to a true story. A Texas woman was home in the middle of the day when an armed intruder broke in. She grabbed her gun, hid in a closet. When he opened the closet door, she fired one shot, fatally wounding him. Good for her, right? But the last sentence in the story caught my attention. Here was the quote. The case will be referred to the district attorney's office to determine if any charges will be filed. All right. Think about that. Law abiding citizens are often dragged through the legal system after justified acts of self-defense. This is why I'm proud to tell you about U.S. Law Shield. For $10.95 a month, you will have immediate 24-7, 365 access to an attorney answered emergency hotline and you won't pay a penny in attorney's fees. Now, U.S. Law Shield is not a law firm, and they're underwritten by third-party insurers in many states. And the state law and insurance regulations apply. So you got to see the website for the applicable underwriting company and terms of coverage. I want you to call 833-8-GUN-LAW. That's 833-GUN-LAW or visit uslawshield.com slash Chad. They'll give you a special offer from our show. You have my word. You're going to feel better having U.S. Law Shield on your side. So 833-8-GUN-LAW or uslawshield.com slash Chad. Be right back. So even though we are in late April, um, we're 100 days into the Biden administration, mm. it's almost like Groundhog Day here because uh, old, old Joe is going to come out of his hole and see if he sees his shadow tonight. 
He's going to give a speech to the uh, in a joint session of Congress, and it's going to be interesting. But, Joe, I want you guys, let's analyze uh, this right here. Mark, play that first video, please. Will you make it faster to get for them to get the vaccine? The vaccines we will get soon. India, India. they're suffering at what this moment. What do you say to the folks in India? Will you make Look, it I'm sorry, I'm going to, this is the last question I'll take. And I, I'm really going to be in trouble. So what does he mean by that? That, that he's going to be in trouble because he's taken up too much time or he's filled the quota of questions? Or he'll be late to his di- dialysis appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Could be that. <laughs> dialysis. You see the Ray-Bans he's wearing? <laughs> I know. He's always wearing those Ray-Bans. You know, oh. and also tonight, where he speaks, it's supposed to seat like 2,000. And much like his presidency, there will be 200 people there. Yeah. Non-existent. Yeah. So oh, that, that brings up, um, that brings up, uh, oh gosh, where is it here? Oh, I got it. I promise. The drinking Here it game? is. The design- no, no. The designated <laughs> survivor. The designated survivor. Now, you guys know what the designated survivor is, right? They typically have one person from, from uh, that's an elected official, Congress or, or senator, who, who stays away from the Capitol building in case there was some cataclysmic event, catastrophic event, and they all died, right? Because you've got the president, you've got the vice president, mm-hmm. you've got the Speaker of the House, you've got all these people that are in there. If, if like... And you've seen the show, the Kiefer Sutherland deal, where the thing blows up. Oh, yeah, 24. Yeah, No, no. Designated survivor. Oh. 24 was way better. It anyway, was. And suddenly he's thrust into the presidency, and he's like a lowly Can we trade presidents? <laughs> yeah. Go back to 24 times? So, yeah. Um, so Biden's lack of designated survivor at congressional address means um, uh, who, do you, who, do you think would be, who do you think would be the president if that were to happen? Oh. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. That's kind of hard to do, though, because— um, a lot of the cabinet will be watching from their offices or their homes. <laughs> They're not even going to be there. Or not watching at all. So that would definitely be uh, wildly catastrophic. Um, so this, that's, you're exactly right. There's not going to be anybody at this thing. It's kind of like watching, and I didn't watch, but I saw pictures of the Oscars the other night with that crowd of such a small group of people. It was like they were... Much like their ratings from that night. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> Two people watched. Um, the... Uh, uh, so that's that's what we're up against. But that's going to happen tonight. And I got more I want to talk about on that in the next segment. Uh, no end of masks in sight, de- despite President Biden's original plan for just 100 days of masking. Um, Speak for yourself. I said dude. that. Yeah, I said that three months ago. Yep. I said, OK, let's all wear a mask for 100 days. They either work or they don't work. All right. If they don't work, that means the masks have nothing to do with us. We take them off and we just live life. If they do work, then we don't have to worry about coronavirus anymore. We still get to take them off. But now we're seeing that uh, there's no end in sight. So, again, I hate to be prophetic, Miss Southlake, but I tend to be right on these things. I tend to be right. So uh, there's no end of universal masking in sight in the U.S. Um, They love to dodge that question. And you saw Biden, when he came out for that presser right there, he took the mask off. And he didn't put the mask back on to go back into the White House. And they were like, what, what, why did you, you've kept the mask off outside. Why didn't you put it back on? He goes, because I'm going to put it back on when I go inside. You know, it's like kind of real condescending about the whole thing. It's like, no, because it's, it's not natural. He's so dumb. So I've been doing my sheep shit series on Instagram. I love it. Where, where I see a mask on the ground. And I put my foot next to it and I said, I almost stepped in sheep shit. You've had a couple of those lately. Well, I did one today that said, 
a sheep shit in a bush because it was hanging. The wind had blown the sheep shit up into a bush. I was like, that's pretty fascinating. That's a, that's a talented sheep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> blew it right into the three foot high end of the so bush. So what did you put your foot up to the bush? No, did you I didn't do a little do flex, just, flex no, game there? No, I wasn't going to do that. But, uh, uh, but that's, that's what we got. But while the guidance outlines certain situations where fully vaccinated people can forego a mask, such as visiting the unvaccinated members of a single household, the CDC still recommends masking when visiting members of more than one unvaccinated household and urges people to continue to take precautions, such as wearing a well-fitted mask while indoor public, in indoor public settings. Um, we're screwed. <laughs> we are screwed. It's such a joke. But um, again, Joe Rogan, he's, he's going to get in trouble. Joe Rogan can say this, and he doesn't get banned, and I say, stop wearing masks that's outside, what, that's point, and I get banned. That's the point yep. I was going to say, because Joe Rogan says healthy young people don't need to get the vaccine. Play that clip, Mark. And people say, do you think it's safe to get vaccinated? I've said, yeah, I think for the most part it's safe to get vaccinated. I do. I do. But if you're like 21 years old, and you say to me, should I get vaccinated? I, I go, no. Yeah. Are you healthy? Are you a healthy person? Like, look, don't do anything stupid, but you should take care of yourself. You yeah. should, if you're, if you're a healthy person and you're exercising all the time and you're young and you're eating well, and like, I don't think you need to worry about this. Yeah. That even saying that I'm not going to inject my child with the vaccine is controversial. Yeah. It's crazy because again, we are not talking about even the flu that we just found out killed 22,000 people last year. We're not talking about that. Right. We're talking about something that is not statistically dangerous for children but yeah. yet people still want you to get your child vaccinated which is crazy to me yep joe went on to say he wasn't going to vaccinate his children um but now obviously the left uh went nuts on that uh not a single liberal was upset when teen climate activist greta thunberg attacked high-income countries for the completely unethical actions of vaccinating young people ahead of the elderly so when she said that, they, they, they just How let How dare her, you do this to the countries? dare you. Ugh. Yeah, so, um, I mean, that, they make that controversial. It shouldn't be controversial. Mm -mm. No. And I agree with what Joe Rogan said. I agree. 100%. You shouldn't have to get Common the Common sense is yeah, a weirdly odd thing these days. It's like, just stay healthy. I don't know. Just don't <laughs> eat like a fat lard and end up on my 600-pound life. And you won't have to worry about any of this. Sorry. <laughs> I don't disagree with him. Let me go back to my favorite quote of the week. No. What somebody said. Oh no. What? Let me go back to my favorite one. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, when somebody said that I'm going to be in, in intensive care on a respirator, somebody said he'll never need the intensive care unit or a vent because he's not a disease-ridden, overweight, soggy-ass waste of oxygen. <laughs> favorite oh, quote of the week. Sorry, guys. Soggy-ass waste of oxygen. Uh that's beautiful. That you know, was you've, got, and you've got, like we were saying yesterday or last night, you've got all these people at these casinos, these older people on their oxygen tanks, and they're smoking. Well, yeah. Well, what do you expect's going to happen to you, <laughs> if you if you end up contracting COVID? So, you know, I've got the shirt out that says I trust Dr. Seuss more than <laughs> over Dr. Fauci, right? People are like, would you let Dr. Seuss operate on you? No, because he's dead. <laughs> but I wouldn't let, I would. I also... <laughs> I also wouldn't let Dr. Fauci operate on me either <laughs> no. because he's, he's not, not a surgeon. surgeon. Fauci, ouchie. <laughs> yeah, he's no. not a surgeon. Uh, but anyway, the, the biggest, I'm telling you, the biggest con that's ever been placed on the American people, this is the biggest mass 
con job ever on the American people yep. is is Anthony Fauci. It's a joke. But yet so many people hang on to his every word. And I, like I said, I just can't get, I'm baffled by how many people are still wearing the masks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, they, and I just refuse. No, I don't even have now, a mask. Again, if I go into a place, again, if I go into a place and the employee is like, could you do, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I've got my mesh mask that people, they don't know it's a mesh mask. Right. I honestly have the best mask on the planet. I on, think I've seen this one on you. On the planet. Because you can't, you can't tell. You can't tell. Well, I just think that we should, the masks have got to go. They got to go. Yeah. You guys need to all grow a pair of big old balls like my like, guinea pig George. Like, like like your hairless guinea yep, pig yep. George. Everybody needs to have balls the size of George's and nobody will be wearing masks. So I saw a screen. Big ones. Big ones that drag on the floor. I have jokes. Like I'm not going <laughs> to say them. Um. You, Governor, be careful <laughs> with your words. I don't care about that. I just, I'm just not going to do it. Because I get, I'm, I'm more scared of uh, the executives upstairs than I am the people of Texas right now. <laughs> I was, I was so happy this morning walking into Black Rifle over at North North Richland Hills. Yep. No mask. You go to Starbucks, they will make you wear a mask oh, yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, walking there, no mask. Going to Quick Trips, no masks. Going to Central Market, you can, you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah. I'm testing all these places. You know what I'm saying? But if you have to wear a mask, I walk right out. I'll just go online. I've been in, I just realized I was, I've been in a gro one grocery store for five minutes in the last 14 months. If Allison doesn't bring it or it doesn't get delivered, get then fed. I don't. Maybe that's why you're looking so skinny. <laughs> so thin. I'm not eating. Got a big surprise for you. Hang tight. Be right back. As promised, of course, I've already told you, Biden is going to give a speech tonight, but uh, you might as well make it interesting. And uh, the thing that we like to do around the blaze is create drinking games. So God bless Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. She has, uh, look, at, look at Joe there on the cup. <laughs> look at this guy right here. Get ready for your drinking game tonight, and I'm going to give you the rules of the drinking game. Are you ready? Drum roll. Here we go. The Biden speech drinking game. Dun, dun, dun. Drink! Here's the way it goes. You're going to start off drunk right at the beginning. You're going to get this thing started. If Biden wears a mask to the podium, you take a shot. Okay? If Biden says new normal, you take a shot. If Biden stutters, you take a sip. So what I'm envisioning here is you, is you got a shot of liquor and you got a beer. Okay? So you take a shot, take a sip. Maybe you just do it all with liquor. Do it to Bill Richmond, uh, Stephen Crowder's half Asian lawyer. Do it his, <laughs> his style of doing things. If Biden retells the leg hair story, shotgun a can of beer. Okay? <laughs> if Biden refers to himself in the third person, you shotgun a can of beer. If Biden says a random name without context, take a shot. <laughs> We're going to be hammered. My stomach's getting pumped by this yeah. point. If Biden mispronounces someone's name, take a sip, because you'd be, you'd be ripped. Uh, Biden proposes another round of stimulus checks, take a double shot, because we're going to need that. Biden refers to pre President Obama as Barack, take a double shot. Barack. Barack. If he refers to Obama as Barack, you take a double shot. If Biden refers to his relationship with Putin in a positive light, you take a shot of vodka. 
<laughs> oh, we're mixing liquors you now. You take a shot of vodka. If Biden mentions Hunter, you do a line of cocaine. <laughs> okay? All right? If he mentions his son Hunter, you do a line of cocaine. If Biden says schools need to open, you take a sip. If he pauses for more than five seconds, you take a shot. If Biden accidentally says President Harris or the Harris administration, (laughs) you take a sip. President, the other guy, if he says that, (laughs) you take a sip. If Biden loses his uh, place in the teleprompter and has to look at paper notes, you take a shot. That'll be the introduction. Yeah. If Biden looks helplessly into the crowd, take a sip. (laughs) If Biden falls on his way to the podium, finish the entire case. Because you know what's going to happen. That's a broken hip, and that guarantees a Kamala presidency. Absolutely. Now, if Biden brings in Kamala Harris to finish the speech, finish the whole handle of liquor. (laughs) Kill it. Call 911 at that point. If Biden is coherent and lucid throughout the entire speech, just check into rehab. (laughs) There it is, folks. The Biden drinking game. (laughs) We're going to be ripped. Oh, we are. We're going to be ripped and lit tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they have him hooked on an IV right now, pumping him full of vitamins and stuff. Yeah, to all give the him IVs. Some, He's doing all his, like, you know, vitamin keeping, C drinks. Yeah. It's going to be a show. Little Gatorade. It's going to be a show. How long is this? Honestly, how long is he supposed okay, to be Okay, the over-under on, Candace, let's do this. The over-under on how long the speech will be. I'm thinking 20 minutes. Under 21 is what I'm thinking. I'm going for Which is typically how he likes girls. <laughs> I'm going for just under twenty-five. Under twenty-five. All right. Mark, what do you think? I'm gonna go thirty-two. Thirty-two minutes. Look at you. That's a marathon for Joe yeah, Biden. Yeah, that really is. He'll be outpaced and out breathed and whatever. That guy will need he we won't see him for three days. He will really need an oxygen tank after yeah. that. What do you think, Steven? I think he has to go over an hour. I think it's gonna be sixty three minutes. Really? Yeah, I think from the time he starts it. Oh, the you're, we're going to be drunk. Well, because he's going to be talking like this so slow. That's that's a strong prognostication. That's aggressive, Steve. Steve. Yeah, that's strong. I think it's going to be, he's like, I got to hit an hour, but I'm going to go over just a little. To beat Boom. the other 60, guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, if this was Trump, he'd have like a campaign rally and a party like outside. Everybody would be there partying. Yeah. So excited. How long do you think he's going to speak? Well, you guys all took up the good times. I mean, what am I supposed to say? 12 minutes? No, you could say 47. 47 was my other. Really? Yeah. Until That's like I... playing Price is Right. You'll probably be right. Just hit it in the middle somewhere. Somewhere between Mark and Steve. I'd say about 25 minutes. 25, 25 minutes. 25, 30 minutes. You know, the buildup is so big for this. And you know he's just going to say five things and be done. I don't know. He better not even be bringing that mask on stage tonight. He will. You think he'll wear he'll A 100,000%. Wear the mask and then take it off to speak? He wore it to the damn debates with Trump. You know he's going to be wearing the mask out there for this thing because he's got a virtue signal. Yeah, that's right. He's got to he's got to set an example, mm-hmm. right? That's what he told those pressers, the, the the reporters. He said, "I'm going to you know set an example for you by going back inside and putting the mask on when I go inside." He's, that's the whole thing. He's got to set an example. So, yeah. But anyway, anyway, if 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 we if the drinking game is anywhere close to correct it's going to seem like an eternity. Oh yeah, it's going to be wow. I'm just glad I got my ranch water this morning. 
<laughs> Spicy jalapeno, guys. It's going down. I mean. Uh, I mean. It's 80 calories. One candle do me good. I had a guy who sent me a message uh, the other day, and he said, listen, I've got a family member who he wants to support you, but he's afraid you're an alcoholic. <laughs> and I'm like, well, well, he's not well I, mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, I drink as much as the next guy, I guess, but I also make a living, you know, piecing together reasonably well-tuned rhetoric, uh, which is kind of hard to do for a, a slurring drunk. But uh, and that's one of the reasons Biden actually wears me out trying to listen to him talk. But so did Trump. I, I wore me out trying yeah, to listen to Trump. Yeah. But I also understood Trump was doing comedy at the same time yeah, exactly. he was doing. He was entertaining. You know, exactly. Uh, but no, it's going to be fun tonight. I'm just glad the guy's coming out of his closet, coming out of his cave basement, wherever he's been. And he's giving a speech to the nation because I didn't think any form of a. And they're going to have him drugged up good. They're going to be he's going to be spot on. Think so? Yeah. Well, well you yeah. think it'll be really Joe? Or like one of the clones. Might be one of the clones. Yeah. Can't ever tell. This guy has an addiction to face surgery. I don't know if you know. See, the mask is working well because the dude keeps getting tune-ups on his face. Yeah. He does. I mean, I'm not being mean or being being funny. I mean, he, he's constantly well, so getting... so has Kamala. Have you seen the before and afters? Mm-hmm. Lots of people over mm-hmm. on the TikTok side of things are putting out some oh. very... Yes, obvious. I mean, if Nose, I could, I would. I, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go aggressive. get some touch-up done. Yeah, I'm going to get a little work done. Get rid of all this. You say that all the time. You, don't, you have nothing to get rid of. Tell me more. You're so skinny because Allison's starving you because you don't go to the store. <laughs> uh, I have uh, good teeth. You do have good teeth. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but see, orthodontists are going out of business because everybody's wearing masks. Yeah. See, people like, aren't worried about their teeth anymore. Uh, got a little more us. I got to tell you. Not y'all, us. Hang, y'all hang tight. We'll be right back. I want to remind everybody to go to watchchad.com. It's where all the fun stuff is. We are going to be in the Woodlands tomorrow night. The Woodlands at Dosey Does Big Barn. Watchchad.com has the ticket information that you need. And then on Friday night, we're going to be in San Angelo, Texas, uh, and right there in the center of the state. And going to be having some fun. Jesse Payton's going to be with us. The Ragamuffins are going to be with us. And we got a lot of interesting things that are coming up, not the least of which we're going to be in Forest, Mississippi. With our friends Colt Ford and Ira Dean, uh, they're going to be a special guest on that show. Ragamuffins will be there for that. We just announced that date. We're going to be in Birmingham, actually Pelham, Alabama. So we, we're taking it to the deep south, folks. Yeah, governor is traveling. Yeah, we're all over the place. We've got Everett, Washington coming back up again, which is north of Seattle. That is the birthplace of one Glenn Beck. And we're going to be back up there. This will be our fourth year in a row back up there in the Seattle area. Do they have a statue of him like in the There will center? be after we get done this time. <laughs> That's right. Um we're going to be in Spokane. We're going to be in Boise. We've got tons of stuff coming up. I'm excited to get back up there. It's yeah. Always a good time. Always a good time. But, I, boy, I bet the masked Nazis are crazy up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Y'all I better just bring are. your N95s Same. and call it a day. Just wrap our I, heads. I haven't been on an airplane in, like, two yeah. months. I fly. I fly. Honestly, I, I, I fly next week for a, a short meeting trip, and I'm just dreading even doing the plane thing yeah. right now. For a dude that normally flies 200,000 200, miles a year, I'm just dreading even having mm-hmm. It's just a process of it. I know. You know. But anyway, we're going to do it. You know why we're going to do it? Because we love y'all. That's why. Because we come out there for you guys. For the people. For the people. That's what we're doing. We're bouncing all around Texas uh, doing this whole gubernatorial campaign thing. We're visiting all kind of places. If you missed last week's show with our friend Victor Avia, former uh, ICE special investigator, go back. It was Thursday night's episode. You want to get that agent under fire. Check it out. In powerful, powerful episode. 
And uh, just remember, we're going to see you tomorrow night. We love y'all. God bless. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.